This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, Kevin Bergen here from The Main Ingredient, here with Krista Hall. How are you? I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you? Good. Where are we today? We're at Sucrums. Yes. You've been here before, right? I've been here before, once or twice. So you came here without me? I did. And then I said, we got to come back. That's not right. (laughs) We are sitting here with Andrew Sucrum. Hello. How are you today, sir? Good, man. How are you? I'm very good. So, who is... Andrew Sukram. Oh man, just a brewer, just a brewer trying to make some beer, man. <laughs> trying to make some beer. Who were you before you were making beer? Uh, um, I had a couple different jobs, primarily in the customer service field. Yep. Worked at this place called Skybridge Americas for a long time, which was like an inbound customer service call center, and mm-hmm. I just worked my way up. That's sort of where I got all my experience with customer service, finances. Um, but I was traveling a lot. Um, and also just working 24-7, so I, uh, when I started having kids, I made a little bit of a change, so I went over to Great West Life. Hang on a second, hang on. Yeah, hang on. sorry. How, how old are you? You look really young. You have kids? Yeah, I have, ki- I have two kids, yeah. Do you really? Yeah, I have a boy who's seven and a, and a girl who's four, pop, and I'm, I'm wow. pretty old, man. Pretty old. <laughs> you don't know what old yeah. is, man. Yeah. You don't know what old is, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, sorry, go ahead, before yeah. I interrupted you. Um, and no, no worries. And then, uh, yeah, I went to Great West Life, um, and it was almost too slow for me, mm. and so um, I, uh, that's when I started making beer and really uh, discovered I had a deep love for it. Yeah. So you had a deep love for beer, for drinking beer before? Drinking beer before, usually the wrong kinds, and then I was introduced to this world of craft beer, and uh, you know, I, I was off to the races. That was it. I didn't look back. It was like, oh, okay, there's, there's, better, there's better beer out there. I didn't know that. And then, you know, like every person who gets into it and, and loves it you just sort of go go after that thing and then when I started making it I realized that I just I just love making it it was it was awesome and then sharing it with people it's fantastic what um what led you to making it like was there a person that introduced you to it uh like yes and no indirectly my father-in-law made uh homemade uh, he made homemade wine right and I always had you know a lot of people always have negative connotations on homemade wine oh it's not that great well back in the day anyway and then right it's changed quite a bit yeah now. it's changed quite a bit it's really it's awesome now you can't even tell half the time oh, and, yeah and back then did you care no exactly exactly so I um, he made wine and I'm like oh I want to do this so I made wine and then after a while of making a few kits I was like okay I kind of want to make something you know I kind of want to create something I want to I want to do it from scratch and uh, didn't really want to grow the grapes and do all that stuff here and I loved beer and then discovered that this this world of homebrewing and you know everything can be done in your basement and you can make it from scratch with the grains with the hops with you know boiling it everything and uh, through that process of just research I did so much research before I had to go down to the states to get my equipment because few years ago four or five years ago there wasn't too much up here that wasn't super expensive um and then uh i just made it in my basement for a few years just just loving just, it just for your own and enjoyment yeah yep. basically for my friends and myself and, and you're then, married at that time yes yeah yeah much to my uh what is your wife thinking? You're, <laughs> yeah you're, not you're downstairs cool. brewing something not good right? not you know get, <laughs> get you ready, go in the garage yeah she hated every time it was so funny. Every time I was brewing beer and she would come home, she's like, oh, oh it just stinks. <laughs> like, just the process of it. You either love it or you hate it. Right. I, I, I love it. Like, just all day. All day. But uh, she, she hated it. She hated it. So then I had to go down to the basement. Then I had to boil outside in the garage. So I had to get different equipment to do that. And, yeah, I had to 
to, to change it up a little bit. So but, yeah. How did you turn it from being at home for yourself, for your friends and your family, to, to deciding to this, that yeah. you want to open your own brewery? I started sending off my beer to competitions. There's like competitions all across the country. There's a local one, uh, uh, the, the Pro-Am put on by the Winnipeg Brew Bombers. Um, what do you mean sending it off? Like these competitions, you make your beer and then ship it to them? Ship it to them, yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. there's you know, uh, competitions in Vancouver, uh, Calgary. There's the Cowtown Yeast Wranglers, Saskatoon, Toronto, oh, wow. yeah. all these places. So I started winning a, a few medals. and uh, See, honey? That's what I'm doing down in the <laughs> yeah. basement. Got that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get these shiny medals, honey. Makes yeah, up for look, all at, that look at what smell. I've done. <laughs> yeah, mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's great. How does it not stink? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I won a local competition here where I, um, I won... Uh, I won first and second place for, for, for a brewery competition. I got to brew at Barnhammer. Um, and uh, um, I, I remember that night, it was, it was so awesome. I, I, I brewed at Barnhammer, and then we didn't serve it till about January. We brewed in November, I served it in January. And I remember people, you know, all my friends showed up and they were just drinking in Barnhammer, which I, I love that place. And sure. then, uh, it's awesome. The first time I went in there, I was like, this is, because it was one of the first tasting rooms, right? Yeah. I was like, you get to drink beer in here? Yeah. Like, Legally? Yeah. Right? Legally? Yeah, I know. I know. Do I have to do anything else in here? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So when, uh, yeah, when it, people were showing up and it was like an actual brewery that people were drinking my beer, I was like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's I know it. what I want to do. Yeah, that's it. Like, it, was, it wasn't enough that I loved making beer, but I just, I've, I've always wanted to do something for myself, and I just, I guess I didn't really know what that was right. before. I was like, I don't know. I want to do something for myself, but you know, don't want to. That's the biggest, yeah, you know, the question hurdle. in life. Yeah, right? what do you what want? To, what, do I want to, what am I going to do? What yeah. do I have to offer? You know, my first passion was sort of movies, but you know, that's I don't know, just never. Siskel and Eber, they got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I got nothing to offer. You know, I'm, I'm a professional critic. I'm not, I'm not a maker. So, um, and then yeah, that that was it. I made, uh, we, I served it at Barnhammer, and I that night I was like, yeah, I think this is what I'm going to do. Speaking of which, who was the first person besides yourself that tried a beer that you brewed that you thought, you know what, this is good. Hey, oh, so-and-so. Uh, my Try buddy. My, 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 my buddy. One of my buddies. What did he think? He thought it was okay. Yeah. Was, was, he, was, he, was, he, was he being serious? Or was he? Yeah, no, like, he, was like, he, was, he was a professional critic. He's like, no, it's good. You got something here. Talk to me in eight batches or something like that. <laughs> and did he have beer knowledge? <laughs> Not like, really. No? Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Professional critic. <laughs> okay, so who was the first person that you told seriously that you were going to open a brewery, that this is I, what you wanted to do, and you're going to move forward and open one? It was my, it was my buddy who was drinking at the bar at the time with me at Barnhammer, and I told him. But most importantly, was my wife to be like, yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, girl, I'm just going down the street yeah, yeah, to this yeah, building. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, we've gone a little bit. <laughs> But uh, you might not have any money coming in for a little bit, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Just trust me. <laughs> so, so she, um, yeah, I told, I told her because I knew that without, I couldn't do this without her. Oh, like, well, I, without, hello, come on. Yeah. So, like, I, I just knew what it would take, the, the time, the hours, uh, the money, everything to, to be able to do it. You know, I think just like my, 
everybody was very supportive, but also like you know, there's nothing you could see. There's they just saw my passion. Right. Yeah, they they didn't, saw him on an idea. Yeah. I mean, you see it in your head. I see it in my head. I can I can uh, I can figure <laughs> it out, but. They didn't really see uh, any sort of. They were like, okay, yeah, yeah, talk to me when it's uh, you know something different. That that's cool, but a little more concrete. Yeah, exactly. All right. So when we return, we're going to talk to Andrew about the process of opening his own brewery and convincing everybody to get on board and that you were serious, right? Yeah. All right. We're going to do that next on the main ingredient on Six City Joby. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the main ingredients. Before the break, we were talking to Andrew Sukram, me and Krista. We are in Sukrams today. We're drinking beer. Life is good. I know it's very hard. This is this is a hard, hard, hard job. Got, yeah, but we got to do it, right? <laughs> Someone's got to do Someone's it. Someone's got to do it. Um, before the break, we were talking about you opening the brewery and people taking you seriously when you said, "Hey, this is what you want to do." Yes. So, what were some of the challenges in actually opening the brewery? Oh, oh man, you got time? <laughs> so we're here for it, bro. <laughs> yeah, um, we had. Uh, it was like. A couple of years of just writing the plan, I knew that I had to be as prepared as possible. So um, I'm really like kind of go, go, go. Once I've made up my mind, I just want to like, you know, go yep. and do it. So it was a little challenging in that I had to wait. I had to write it make sure that I was doing it correctly. Right. Um, but then finding once, once that was done, I actually started uh, my original plan was to open a brew pub. And, uh, you know, it's funny the way things work out. Mm-hmm. Um, a brew pub is in a brewery that serves food. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I thought uh, I had uh, this potential space on Osborne that I was looking at. It was the old Jekyll and Hyde's. And, you know, uh, I was looking at uh, bringing back a brew pub there. It used to be a brew pub back in the day. Right. And I thought, oh, that'd be cool to, 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 to bring one back there. But I, I didn't really have any experience with food. Um, and I had a partner that did, and uh, you know, I was really—it was really crushing when it fell through. Like we just sort of ran into roadblocks all over the place. Like you know, oh, you don't have enough experience. You know, like on the food side. On the food side, people—you know—the beer is what got us in the door. Right. But then a lot of people were like, "Well, you don't have any restaurant experience. What are you going to do?" And you know, and so everything sort of fell through. It was roadblock after roadblock of like. Getting, the, getting money together for it, you know, talking to banks, everything like that. So when it fell through and the deal fell through and we couldn't go through with it, I was I was really crushed at the time. And uh, but then I, I it, like I said, it's funny how things work out. Like it was just I just dusted myself off. I took a couple months and I rewrote the whole plan. And I just said, well, you know, my passion is is, is beer. I don't really want to mess with food that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. I love food, as you could tell, but I don't. Do. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. You know, I, I'm I'm not a chef by any means, or or have a lot of experience in in the restaurant industry. But I I trust my passion for beer and trust that you know I can crank out a beer that you know people will drink. And and immediately it was a, it was a different experience. It was you know all of a sudden it was things were actually starting to to happen mm-hmm. um what, what year is this this was two was a year and a half ago okay a year and a half ago right so 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 breweries and tasting rooms are fully are, are fully functional now. yes there's, there's other ones going so it's not as yeah. if there's a matter of you know it, you can't do it it's just a matter of can you do it I, exactly yeah exactly so i knew like you know and every brewery, and I, you know, we'll probably get into it a bit later. Was so supportive in, in helping me. You know, Tyler's over there right now. You I know, know, how strange is that? Oh, Literally like, just brought him up, and he, he comes to the yeah, back door. I know because he, like, he, I wouldn't be here without him. 
Like he, I ambushed him. By the way, yeah. Oh, you told him to come here. <laughs> no, this he guy's really nervous, man. He needs a familiar face. <laughs> he looks. He looks. Yeah. He looks very startled. His eyes are still kind of blind from the sun, and I'm like, "Hey, man, <laughs> I just emailed you." Yeah, yeah. So you like, here uh, for your interview? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, who are you? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he knows it. He knows it. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. So the. Uh, yeah, things just felt a little different. But one of the big challenges, back to your original question, was actually finding space. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really tough. A brewery has a lot of check marks that you have to go through from uh, electrical, uh, water. Your water pipe has to be a certain size coming in. Right. You know, um, you're, you have to be in a, a decent location, I guess. You could be in an industrial zone if you're just doing brewery, but I knew that I wanted to have a, a tap room. That's the joy of it now. That's that, the joy that, of it. Like, yeah. That's the good part now. Yeah. That's what sells. You want to watch. Beer. You want to watch people enjoy your beer. You don't want to just absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So I knew. So there was. There's just a lot of things like an overhead door so that we can get all the big tanks in. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of the things that was missing from from the original location I was looking at. Um, How would you and, resolve that problem if you don't have a door? Then you got to. Well, you got to build one. Yeah, and then uh, it's money, 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 money. Right. You know, like everything, and then. I was lucky enough that I didn't have to re-pour the floors here, so you have to find floors that are also thick enough to hold Those the weight tanks. of your tanks. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of boxes that need to be checked in order to, to get a brewery space. So I was really lucky that we found this sp- space, and it was uh, sort of a nerve-wracking six to eight months to to try to get it. Everything sort of everything was up in the air and chaos, and then it all started started coming together a little bit like so again zoning is a big issue this mm-hmm. building was not zoned it's zoned c2 commercial but was it before so, this before you moved in before it was a uh, it was a cbc transmission building oh yeah so it was um they they did work on their trucks that's why they had the overhead door and yeah. that's i guess that back in the day it was a dealership of some kind mm-hmm. so i think that's why the floors were thick uh, were thick enough so um, you're like the second. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's others, but you're like the second brewery to tell me that your place used to be a car dealership. Really? Yeah, Farmer used to be a car dealership. Really? Yeah. Cool. And obviously, uh, car dealerships are suitable in in many ways for breweries for the reasons that you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And like ceiling height, uh, just, there's so much that that goes into it. You don't think about it when you're when you're making the plan and find. Oh, I'll just find a building. Right. And, that's just what you write on paper. And then it's like, oh, I actually have to, yeah, I got to go find this place. So I remember the day I still have the text from my realtor. Shout out to my great realtor, uh, Stephanie White-Willits. She, uh, she sent me a text and she said, I know where your, your brewery is going to be. And I said, okay, all right. Because we had looked at a couple buildings. Right. I was like, no, it's not, I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling it. That's probably deflating too, right? Yeah, like it's just like, oh, no. And, you know, there's a couple other breweries who are, you know, uh, are, are having difficulty finding space in the city too. So commercial, I know how lucky I am. I know how lucky I am that I got that I got this place. Especially being in the neighborhood that we are, close to Osborne and yeah. Corden. So and she's happy. So, so you're at four seventy nine Warsaw. Four seventy nine Warsaw. Yeah. And you're in between Osborne and Pemina. In between that Osborne little and triangle. That yeah, is just it's sort of an unknown area. It is. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people when they come in, they're like. I didn't know this was even here, this but street. <laughs> when we pulled up, when I pulled yeah. up, yeah. well, two people who were on bikes yeah. stopped, looked, and well, now they're in here drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, we do get a lot of foot traffic, especially being by the rapid transit, too. So we have a lot of people that uh, just come in from the, from 
the street. Well, that's Ooh. my first time. Yeah, I'm, let's go get a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> my first time I wandered over after uh, the street party for the Jets. And I was walking nice. home yeah. and I just I remember. thought, yeah, awesome. I yeah, remember just... that night, too. You're in with your buddy. Yeah. It was yeah, great. It was it fun was night. Great. <laughs> I mean, you talked about interviewing people and meeting people. And that's one of the fun things, too, is in, in the tap room, seeing all these people. And then so many people come in just all the time and... You just get to know them, and they just become your friends. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's the best part, yeah, isn't it? That's the best part, yeah. Okay, and okay. So seeing people drink your beer, too, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that you're open, yeah. what are some of the challenges? Um, some of the challenges, you know, it's just uh, like every, every small business, right? You know, there's uh, making sure that you have enough cash in the bank so that you can do things. Um, the money before that, that was a big challenge. It's a huge capital investment to do that. Um, I worked with uh, organizations such as Futurepreneur, mm-hmm. um, uh, Royal Bank was, you know, you know, my, my banker Andrew really helped me out, and, like, and, and Jackie before that. Like I, before when I was doing the group pub, it was just, mm, no, no, you need to show me this, no, how are you going to do this? And, you know, luckily it prepared me for a lot of the questions that I did have to answer in order to do this, but I mean, they really, I think they saw the vision and the passion and the, and the plan and said, okay, yeah, you know, because it's, it's, it's one thing to have it on, on, I think, on paper. I think it's another thing to, like, actually give somebody money that you need to, to do that who, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't have a ton of money, so. So, so, so crying in your banker's office, that, that works. <laughs> no, 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 no. Begging. You, you got to be positive. You got to be positive. I got this, man. I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> no, itself, Kevin, don't beg anymore. Yeah, don't beg, man. You're getting none. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, the, 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 um, from, from my bank to, you know, I have, uh, I have some investors. Um, and uh, so it, it just, it, there was a lot of things in flux from getting the money to getting the investors to getting the lease and it, to, to getting the equipment on time. You have to order your brewing equipment seven months in advance. So Holy smokes. everything was sort of, I had to take these giant leaps even before I knew that we would be in here. Right. So I was pot committed. I had to make it work somehow. It's awesome. Okay, so we're going to take a little break. And when we, when we return, we're going to talk about your brewery itself. We're going to talk about um, the size and, you know, why you made decisions you made on the type of brewery that you're running. And what the beer. And, and the, the beer. beer. And Listen the beer. to her. Don't forget about the don't beer. Don't forget brother. about the beer. All right, we're going to talk about that next on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. All right, welcome back to the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here at Silk Rooms with Krista Hall. You have a flight there. I do. I have a flight of four beers, and they're lovely. Okay, before the break, we were talking about your journey to actually open and, the, and you know, some of the hurdles to getting to open the brewery and some of the hurdles or challenges as you're open. Um, now we're going to talk about the good part. Yeah. We're going to talk about the beer and yeah. the brewery itself. Yeah. Okay, we'll start with the building. It, we pretty much took the building down to, to a shell and we had, uh, I worked with a great architecture firm, One by One Architecture, and we really whittled it down to what would be the best use of our space. It's, we're pretty small comparatively for a brewery. Mm-hmm. We're 4,200 square feet. If you're a production brewery, you sort of want to be bigger than that. You mm-hmm. want to be, you know, 5,000 to 10,000 square feet. So we're relatively small. So that's why the tap room was so important to us as well, too. Um, we're not going to be going out and taking a, a whole bunch of taps. We're always going to have a big local presence in, in, in the tap room and, and sort of serve our community here. Um, so we, we designed the space really, we just uh, basically cut it in half. We have the brewery on one side and we have the tap room on the one side and everything's lengthwise. So there's really... Yeah, nice and simple. 
It's, it's really simple. Right. We, 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 we did all these other designs where it was a little bit more complicated based on where the washrooms were. And uh, also, you know, looking at money. How much is this going to cost me in construction? Well, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I, I only have a finite amount. Um, uh, and so it was really just that simple design of brewery one side and this way and just use the length of the building rather than sort of split it up. So that's what we did. And I really thought it was important, too, to have... Uh, a visual presence. I know a lot of other places that you go, and you've probably been to other breweries. And no, I, this is the first one. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, a lot of breweries in other places, you 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 can kind of sit right beside the tanks and drink. There's oh, yeah. no real separation, and, and there we need a separation here, uh, fire separated wall to to do it, which which is cool. It, you know, it's the laws of law, so you got to right. do it. So I think it was important to have that. You know, window behind the bar so that you could see the brewery. That was always my favorite part of going into breweries. For sure, the visual sells the visual the beer, and right? being like, "Oh man, you do actually make it back there." Right. And there's somebody back there doing something That's right cool. now, and, and I'm drinking drink. that. Right. Yes, it's that was always one of my favorite parts. So it was really important to have a visual uh, aspect to the brewery that you could see in and see where it's actually being made. Right. As a Winnipegger, that's a new thing for us because the whole beer industry is still pretty new. You go to other yeah. other provinces or other countries, you know, you go to the States and they're well-versed in, you know, people already know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill over there, yeah. he made that for me. Yeah. And here we're like, I can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah. That came from that, right? I love it. Yeah. So that's, that's, like, that's a good part of the presentation in making great mm-hmm. beer here, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Tank-wise, how many tanks do we have? By tanks, we have. So I, I, I really did when I when I talked about how much I love Tyler. It's true. So like we mirrored a lot of ourselves on their size. So they have a, what, a fifteen barrel brew house. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have uh, so we got the same size brew house, uh, 50, and we had uh, four fermenters and two bright tanks. So we have about six six tanks that that we use for the production of the beer. So we're you know we're by no means we're in a. a big we're, we're small we're a small brewery you know we're not going to be going out there taking a bunch of taps or anything like that but you know we really want to uh, specialize in the beers that we make and uh, make sure that we're making them well yeah perfect your craft yeah it's about uh, consistency I think Pardon you know the pun. Perfect yeah your yeah craft. Perfect your craft. <laughs> yeah um, but what you can expect you know a cool vibe we have we have games here uh, I have to shout out to my wife Kristen she built all this furniture did you really? Yeah. Wow. So when it's when when one of the reasons you know I named it after I didn't really want to name it after myself. I it's think funny because that was one of my name. questions. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's Torque and you know yeah. Armory and yeah. and Barnhammer and all kinds of stuff. And yours is after your last name. So <laughs> yeah, like, you know what made you do that? Oh, it seems so vain. Like, but I'm not I'm not really a vain guy. And so I thought, oh, I don't think it's vain. I don't. I don't know because you don't have a mainstream last name. <laughs> Listen, I want it to kind of jumps out. out. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was hey Joneses. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, uh, I, I was originally going to name it my nickname, which is Souks. I just wanted something personal. Right. I was going to be the one making it. I was going to be the one serving it. And I just, I, you know, I wanted to have that personal connection that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not just some faceless dude, not like everybody is or anything like that. I just want to have more of a, a personal name. And so I, I did it after my last name. And uh, I just really wanted to, that just informed then what we were going to be you know a f- kind of family friendly environment of uh you know where everybody's welcome good good beer good people 
She built all the furniture. She, she built all the and furniture. And she poured our beers today. And she poured your beers today. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so cool, I guess right? she's, uh, she agrees with the brewery then. <laughs> yeah. Sense. yeah. She came around. You know. <laughs> she came around. Absolutely. I, yeah. I'm always wondering when, um, like personally, mm-hmm. where you live, you yep. have neighbors. Yeah. And you have conversation with the neighbors. They get to know you. Yeah. Right. Hey, what are you doing now? I'm working at uh, Great West Life. Or yeah. I'm doing this. What are you doing now? I own yeah. a brewery. Yeah. Like, how popular are you now in the neighborhood? <laughs> I'm never home, so I don't know. <laughs> They're always here now. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bob, don't no, you go away. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I cannot lie. That is, mm. it is super cool. Like, when people are, and so many people have been, like, so warm and inviting and saying how awesome it is, and they follow us on social media, and I'm, I'm kind of like, is this real? Like, I, I'm kind of in a daze. It doesn't feel real. Like, there's days when I'm behind the bar and, and it's super busy and I'm just focused on doing this. Or we're, There's only three of us that work here. And, you know, besides, you know, my, my wife is, as well, who helps out in the tap room and some friends that help us out. My dad. My dad comes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he picks like, up, I've earned this. Yeah, yeah. He picks up the doubles for us. We, we, we serve light snacks in here, so we yep. have doubles. Which is some dead. doubles in here? We serve doubles in here, man. Is that Chick, right? Chickpea curry. Yeah, dude. Dough. It's delicious, yeah. My dad's from uh, Yep. So, um, and my mom's from here, and so uh, I want to have that little piece of, of Trinidad in here. Yep. That's yeah, that's killer. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and, and your food trucks. You have food trucks. And we have food trucks. Uh, yeah, actually, all throughout the summer. You know, sometimes Wednesday, Friday, most days are booked for food trucks. It's been going really good. You that's know? awesome. That's a, that's really a good popular. relationship there. Yeah. And that lineup of food trucks you have is great. Well, and it does. It's like a. It's uh, it, it allows them to to come to a space where they can serve their food without necessarily you know. For, for spots on, on Broadway or something right. and then it gives the customers who come in here uh, another choice for food. I oh, think it's great. Yeah, you want, you want yeah. food, right? And you're opening yeah. a patio. We're opening a patio, yeah. We had a temp one on uh, Canada Day and it was insane. It was really? insane, yeah. I was, again, I was humbled. I'm humbled by the response we've gotten. I just I was just hoping that people would show up and from day one, like on day one, we had uh, lineups out the door all day. It was in, I, it was insane. And uh, then the street is strange. It's not in a main I know. place. Yeah, Tamara obviously is a busy street. Yeah. it's kind of tucked in. It's tucked almost away. like a hidden secret. So once you find once it, you once, know it. Yeah, you know going, it. Yeah, you're going yeah. back. And I, you know, I think that's why we have so many people coming back, which is so great. And then on Canada Day, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not bragging or anything. Just on on Canada Day too, it was I was it was humbling to see again. We had a lineup. Out the door, we had a sour flight. It was like a we, had, we made a pina colada sour and a blackberry sour. Yep. We had a mango peach sour and another one. So, it's our sour beer, which uh, we'll get into that. Some of the yep. beer. Uh, so our sour beer, we launched that last. It was the our fourth core that we launched last, and it's quickly become our most popular. That's awesome. By far, tastes like fuzzy peaches. I want to hear about. I want to hear about next. We're going to taste it. No, (laughs) but I also want to hear about your inspiration on how you pick your beers. Hundred percent. All right. So we're going to do that right after the break here on six eighty CJOB on the main ingredient. Welcome back to the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here with Krista Hall. We are at Sukram's Brewery. Yeah. Are you the newest brewery, Andrew? I am the newest brewery. Yeah. We opened up on uh, March 9th. Wow. I think we're number 15, 16. Yeah. I love how this community is just so, all the breweries, you guys are just seem like good buddies. Oh, it, it's, it's true. Like, I've never been a part of an industry where it's been like that. And Like, who says, okay, hey, man, I'm going to open a business just like yours. Yeah. Can you help me out? <laughs> 
What? I said that. I, I said that. <laughs> okay, but who said yes? In the same you don't mind, do you? And he's sitting at the bar over there. <laughs> and no, seriously, like, that's one of the best parts is the community is so open and inviting and... I would have panicked emails at two in the morning, like, "Oh my God, I didn't think of this. What am I gonna do?" And, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, in there. Yeah, here's what you do. Here's what you do. You know, here's what you could, here's what you should do. This is what we've done based on our experience. And every single brewery, I mean, every one of them, has helped me. Like, answered a question, or you know, talked about my experience, and they've talked about theirs. It's been, I, I can't be even more happy to be a part of this, to, to be a part of this industry. You know, it's so cool. Here's a good stat. I don't know if you know this. For, over the past year, I'm sure I know it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm sure you know it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so let's back up my stuff. <laughs> no, no. That beer sales overall in mm-hmm. Winnipeg or Manitoba um, have gone down, but craft beer sales have gone up by 13. percent Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't that awesome? It's amazing. Yeah, I heard that a couple days ago. I'm like, yeah. That is like literally the best stuff yeah. I've ever heard. I think it's you know just just when you discover it. All of a sudden, then it's you. You you get a th- you under you say, oh, there's something out there that's being made by somebody local. It's uh, what I consider to be a better product, and there's so much difference in it. Like you know, from the beers that we make, our flight is sort of our our four core is sort of designed to to step up, sort of in in regards to the beer. You know, we have uh, and and so when you discover it, and it's it's amazing to see the growth. And like angels the, sing. Yeah. It's a, how many how many uh, beers do you have on tap at any we time? We have here? six beers on tap now. We started getting a lot more. Our four core. We have a, a pilsner. Uh, we have a California Common, which is a um, it's an amber lager. That's this that's, one. That's, 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 that's what, what did yeah, you call it? What is uh, the name of it? It's, it's uh, California Common. The name of the beer is MacGuffin. Okay. Um, the reason I named it that is because, well, one, my, my passion for movies. All of our beer names are rooted in movies somehow. you got to figure it out the next time you come oh, here, which oh, ones are oh, which. Oh, a little trivia. Um, yeah, well, well, yeah, we're not going to tell you unless you get it. And then, um, <laughs> but that one won the, the best of show. And that's the one I brewed at Barnhammer, the MacGuffin. Oh, so, yeah, so, so is it always on tap? It's always on tap, yeah. Okay. And, and well, that's cans. what started it. Literally, that's what started it. That's what quest. started it, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, a MacGuffin is a, a plot device in movies that the hero is after. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Indiana Jones, or he's after the Ark. The Ark is the MacGuffin. Oh. And so I'm after perfect beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not by no means saying it is, I, but I, that's what I aspire to to do so that's why we need okay so my question before that i was leading into before we went to break was your inspiration on how you come up with your other beers so a lot of like the uh really just a lot of a lot of research see what's out there what have you tasted when uh, there's so many the community's huge here where you go to bottle sharings and you taste beers that from from out of province from out of country and you're like oh i want to try to make that you know right but how do you make it but make it your own yeah and you got to put your own twist on it and a lot of it is what ingredients you can get and you know um, like on a regular basis. Yeah. Like, hey, let's say I can make a great, a certain kind of beer great once, but yeah. I can't get those ingredients regularly. Then that's something that you're not going to make or you'd make yeah. a one-off kind of a special. Yeah. Well, and like one of the biggest, yeah, like you would, you would, uh, you could make it a one-off. We, we also do uh, new beers every week. Well, we, we try to as much as we can. Mm-hmm. It's been a busy June with Flatlanders and everything, but we have a test batch system. So I'm still sort of a home brewer at heart where I like to experiment. So we release a new beer every, every Wednesday. Um, 
So yeah, it's better to experiment on a small system than than a big one. But um, yeah, so there's uh, the MacGuffin. Uh, we did a Pilsner. It's uh, called Cult Classic. We have an IPA called Desert Island, which is my favorite. Um, and then our most popular, we have the Dry Hop Sour, which I also love. Um, so those are our four core, and I think we are one of the only ones to make a core uh, sour yep. as part of our, our main lineup in Winnipeg. So Yeah, I think so, because I know other brewers make it, but not yep. on a regular basis. right? It's a little harder to make, so that's probably yeah. why. Maybe they're the smart ones. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, a little it's a little bit more, more time-consuming, but... I think it's definitely paid off in that you know the, the everybody's really embraced it which again humbled it's awesome who's brewing the beer uh, um, uh, hired a head brewer Dan Simpson he is awesome yep. um, uh, as well as myself so I'm in there helping I wear a lot you're of awesome hats. or you're brewing <laughs> no 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 I wear, he's awesome he's, as well as myself no 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 no, no. <laughs> I just wear a lot of different hats like you know I have to I'm in there as much as I can because I love brewing but you know also working in the tap room also doing the books you know oh yeah you're 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 yeah you're doing working it. with the city to try to get our patio which will hopefully be open soon yeah. um and uh you know doing all those things trying to trying to steer this in the in, in a direction yeah. <laughs> and uh but yeah dan simpson uh, amazing brewer he used to work at uh, peg mm-hmm. uh, a while ago and then um I met him through Colin. Colin, right, Colin, and, Colin, Colin is here Inquist. too, right? Yeah, Colin Enquist is our director of sales and marketing. Does yeah, an he's awesome a job. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Great guy. I met him at Peg too. Yeah, and social media. And um, so I, I met Dan, and we got along really well. You know, we listened to the same music, and we started brewing together months before when I was... It was just talk. And then... Uh, but that's super important because it was. I'm going to be spending a lot of time with you. Yeah. And we got to get along. Yep. Right? Yep, Absolutely. And in, in a high-stress situation, you know, like it's, totally. it's, it's high stress on making sure it comes out correctly. And he's that right amount of perfectionist that, uh, that you need to ensure that the product is, is consistent. So, and he's just an awesome dude. And he lives super close. So yeah. he's, he's yeah, here so, hey, man, the I need yeah. work right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's four in the morning, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> You're a cool guy. We get along, yeah, right? Yeah, Come yeah. here right now. I'm pretty far. And I'm in bed. So I can't get there, but... Can you do me a solid? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So he's awesome. And then, yeah. And then Colin and, like I said, my wife, who's done the furniture, that's all who's here. Don't try to look at my questions. I saw you looking at my phone. Don't I still am. I can't read. I have glasses on. <laughs> so, hey, so, you know, Winnipeg Beer Fest is coming. Yeah. Have you yeah. Been, okay, so have you gone I have to- as a spectator, yeah. Have yeah. you? I think it was good. No, it was good. It was good. <laughs> no. I'm the same way. It was good I, at know, the beginning. There were lots of beers there. There were lots of beers there. It was good. And it's a great it's a great venue, too. So we're really, uh, we're really happy to be a part of it this year, yeah. Yeah, okay, so... Which beers are you bringing again? We're going to bring our dry hop sour, and uh, it's been, you know, great summer beer, and then we're going to bring a mystery IPA. Okay, so why is it a mystery? Uh, well, we don't know what we're making yet, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> August in the brewery, um, August in the brewery, we're going to do IPA month, so on our test system, we're going to make a new IPA every week, as well as we're going to launch our first seasonal, uh, which is going to be an IPA, a different IPA, a hazy IPA, so... Do you find it strange to be doing thing something like, but you're having discussions about a business, about something you truly love? That must be super gratifying. Because all is. the steps it took to get here, like countless steps. It must. It's was amazing. there a point where you're like, oh my god? Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. Where I'm like, this isn't gonna happen, and I would 
talk to my wife and be like, I don't, I, I don't think this is going to happen. And like, there was a couple points where I thought, this is, nope, I'm not going to get this, and this isn't going to happen, and I don't think I'm going to be able to move forward. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense, though. I've gotten so close, and I'm right. almost there. It, it you, wouldn't you make sense for it. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for it to not to happen. So I just need to just just keep going, just keep going, and just keep doing what you're doing, and and trust that it's going to work out. Like I said, like I. It was devastating when it didn't work out the first time, but I just kept doing it, and it, it was, I, I don't know, meant to be. I don't you know, know if I believe was, in that right? stuff, but, like, you know, it was uh, it was meant to be. Okay, I'm getting, Chris is giving me the stand card that we got to wrap up. <laughs> um, uh, so, in closing, maybe you can tell people your website, your address, yeah. your social media, that kind of stuff. At uh, Sucrams Brewing, S O O K. R A M S brewing. I know. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous in the service. So at Sucrams Brewing, uh, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Or, uh, we have a website as well too. But uh, you know, come down to the brewery. Check us out. Come say hi to me. I'm here all the time. <laughs> and we'll see you at Beer Fest. And we'll see you at Beer Fest. Yeah, I can't that's wait. Awesome. August 17th, yeah. man. Yeah. Tickets went on sale today. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Do I have to buy a ticket? Yeah, you, you better. You got to buy like 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming, seriously. No, no problem. Awesome. This is 680 CJOB.